Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And we are starting out 2020. Woo! Hey, welcome to this year. It's a new year. It's a new decade. It's a new year. Season four of the podcast. Season four. Wow. You know, most most things peak at their third season, but I think we're going to get even better. I think we are. And, you know, we have a live show on January 23rd at 10 p.m. Brooklyn Podcast Festival, Union Hall. Get your tickets, yes, please. Yes, $10. We're going to be talking about love, actually. Um, you should honestly just get tickets for the whole uh, festival because there's so many amazing podcasts, but also you should specifically hang out with us. Yeah, hang out with us. It's going to be 10 We're going to be chilling and stuff, and we're going to be getting really drunk, which is going to be great because... Both I'm, of us are flying places I'm the next day. I'm flying out to <laughs> the Sundance Film Festival the next day. I'm flying out to see my family, so you know, uh, less less pressure, but more emotions. Maybe I don't know. It's all different. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And but we're gonna start off 2020 with a bang with 2008's The Hottie and the Naughty with Paris Hilton and a bunch of other people that are not Paris Hilton. Yeah, I mean, when Paris Hilton is on the bill, particularly, you know, in 2008. No one else matters. And if if there's anything to take from this movie, it is that Paris Hilton is the only woman. That is that is one of the themes the of the movie. The only woman to ever exist. Uh, there's apparently another woman in here, uh, Christine Lakin, who plays the naughty. She was um, she was an actress. She was on Step by Step and Joan of. Um, and what is this? Reefer Madness? Oh, yeah, the Reefer Madness TV movie. Anyway, she's around. She's... She's beautiful. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's very beautiful. They, so she's not really the naughty. She's not the naughty. They did the thing. They did the Hollywood thing where they put on a bunch of makeup and like they basically gave her kind of part of a bald cap and like a f- really cartoonish moles with like hair growing out of them and yeah. like crooked teeth that were brown like like it was like she'd never had a toothbrush and like so much going on somehow we always see her toes and her toes are rotting like they really win another level it's really it's really annoying uh the main dude is uh joel moore if you don't remember joel moore if you weren't around for the mid-2000s you missed him uh he was in you know dodgeball he was one of those mid-2000s comedy boys there's also another mid-2000 comedy boy named Greg Wilson, who I've never heard of, but apparently he's a comedian. We're comedians. So I feel like we would know Yeah, he, was, he was in a... Gra- I, rem- I remember him from Grandma's Boy. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I immediately was like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. Um, um, well, I mean... I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that someone did. Yeah, I mean, th- that didn't help this movie, but no. it did trigger <laughs> just a basic recognition. Oh, my God. I um, can't believe I took notes on this movie. My notes just popped up on my phone. I, I You were a scholar. It knew um, that I was talking about the hottie and the naughty, and it just... <laughs> I paced and talked to myself during this one, uh, so this, that was that was cool. This is a really... I've um, been dog watching, w- dog watching, dog walking, dog, dog and the, watching. the dog was watching me watch the movie. <laughs> um, 
So this is a movie. This is one of those, another one of those weird movies where it pretends like childhood crushes are, impo- are like a thing that are, are normal to obsess thing, over. Like, like to obsess over when you're like in your thirties. <laughs> like, I don't know how and it's not th- even, <laughs> and it, it's, it's like another level beyond because it's one thing when these movies obsess over a junior high crush or something from when you're a child, but you're a little older and you're old enough to maybe have some sort of emotional connection. But this is obsessing over a first grade crush. I, I, I remember eating crayons with a little kid when I was like five or six. I don't even know his last name. Like, I don't know how I would find him. I don't even remember what he looked like really. (laughs) Like I can't imagine Every now and then I, I remember someone and then I try to look them up online just because I'm curious. Um, but I can't imagine being this obsessed with someone that I had a crush on at that age. Yeah, I I think I'm trying to think who was the person that I had a crush on in the first grade. I believe his name is Kyle Olsen and I believe that he's married. Um, so, Kyle Olsen, if you listen to the podcast, yeah, I liked you when we were both like six and it means nothing because you're married now and i'm engaged hope you're I, doing great i'm engaged to another kyle kyle i was a little bit <laughs> of a hoe because i had a few crushes at that age um one of them was named ryan and he was um he lived across the street for a while he was a foster kid so he was only there for a few months um we did hold hands once at the roller oh rink my God. but then there was also kevin holly who was at church and he liked another girl Ooh. and i tried to impress him once and i like tripped over a fence and my skirt went up and everyone could see my underwear. I love these stories. Yeah. Um, I really, I really did like, I, I, I felt that crush with him. It, mm. it did not work out. Oh, um, no. but yeah, but I can't imagine like now as nope. me now, if I was single being like, I need to go find him and be with him. Like, I mean, out of all of the grades that you could be looking like back first on grade? first grade, Like, I think the only way that I would look back, like, I would never be like, oh, I must go marry and fall in love. I'd just be like, oh, do you want to get coffee? Like, you're an adult now. What's up? This is crazy. We are still in the same, you know, world. (laughs) Like, what? And it's so weird because, like, later on, like, Paris Hilton said something. is like, oh, yeah, you were the nice boy from first grade. And, like, it's got to be, like, fate. And, like, I don't. (laughs) I can't imagine... I don't remember, like, what does that even mean? Like, I guess I, I do remember interactions with little boys in first grade, but I can't remember, imagine being a grown woman who's like, oh, yes, that person was nice to me when we were six, so I should of course. have sex with them now? Yeah, like, what? it's time for a relationship. Also, like, the the movie is very contradictory because all of the boys are nice to her in first grade because they all have crushes on her. Yeah, so it's because weird. she was supposedly the cutest girl, even though I thought that she was just a blonde. Like, I thought yeah. that she was just a blonde girl. And I think if Paris Hilton, like, didn't have the whole fame thing, I I wouldn't think about her ever. Like, Yeah, no, it's, it's very much, like, in this uh, white, blonde, kind of white supremacy thing, but also just, like, this blonde thing in these movies. Where like yeah, as a little like, girl, I was like, yeah, she's cute, but yeah, she's just like a cute little blonde girl. Like yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I, I was a cuter blonde just girl than makes, her. Oh, I'm not yeah, no, lie. you definitely were. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to unpack that. Um, uh, yeah. So there's the he he sees her. Uh, Joel Moore sees her. Oh, you know what? I don't want to. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm sure that Joel Moore <laughs> is a perfectly nice per- but he's not the guy that I want to star in the rom-com. Not, no. Not just because of his looks, which are part of it, but just because of his vibe. His vibe is not rom-com. No, he I mean like we listen, like a little Michael like Sarah a sweeter boy movies. It's yeah. not that he, there can't right. be like the kind of like lanky awkward guy. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't have that energy. Like he's no. a He's a comedy guy. Um and, yeah, and like he a, doesn't He's yeah. like he's like the best friend that's like the joke is is that he's masturbating all the time. Yes, that's exactly his vibe. And it's weird <laughs> enough to have Paris Hilton in movies, um <laughs> in my opinion. Um although I will say I feel like she gives this movie her all for how it's really bad. But she 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 did she did the movie, you know, she uh she said the words. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those weird dichotomies where it's like, okay, you've got this hot girl, but you have to get past her ugly friend because, you know, all hot girls have a protector. And that's why the Greg Wilson guy, he's the he's somehow even the lower tier best friend who's just like. Yeah, I tell my mom what to do, and I have this giant file obsessing over girls that I went to grammar yeah, school Greg with. Wilson, Wilson is somehow like more unhinged than Joel Moore because yeah. he keeps all the yearbooks and like he basically it's like this movie was made in two thousand eight, but it's like the internet doesn't exist because it's like he's a PI just like uh, tracking yeah. down like, people from their school. Physical files? But all he does is play video games and have a weird relationship with his mom where, where there's like dating sexual his mom. boundaries. Yeah. Like he knows about his mom, like waxing her bikini line. And that's supposed to be a joke at some point, but, but I'm like, I, but I don't know what's funny. Is everyone safe? Is everyone <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I'm so glad that you, that you're worrying about everybody being safe. I don't think that they are. I think that they're in trouble. I think that they're in trouble just cause they're near <laughs> each other. Um, yeah, so so the 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 movie you know starts out with like young Joel Moore, and he talks about you know the moment that you first uh, you know recognize beauty and and think about love, and it's Aryan just like beauty, yeah, and it's just like a young blonde girl, which is of course young Paris Hilton, and it's weird that they want us to like sexualize this child, like it's she very just creepy. looks like a kid, yeah, like like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> Yeah, like it's and and it's like plenty of movies have moments that show kids having crushes and it doesn't feel creepy. Yeah. But this one feels creepy probably because the whole movie concept is like very misogynistic and creepy. Yeah. Um but he basically and then and then her best friend is Christine Lotkin um who is like a little girl who has brown hair and has like a mole and like fucked up teeth and like also for some reason as a child it's like she just always has snot like that she can't wipe like the way that they try to make her unappealing is so cartoonish and i get like i think that was a choice that the movie made because they knew that it would probably be more problematic if they just had somebody yeah the way they look but it's so gross (laughs) like it's disgusting like it's it's just a lot it's like this is the kind of vibe of remember we did a dirty love with um yes i was thinking about dirty love the entire time some of it makes me think of that where it's just gross and it's just kind of disgusting like what they do to her okay so here's the thing it they have her kind of like be a whole like kind of like troll thing and that's whatever but the thing is is that 
if a woman is insecure about the way that she looks, she is going to be on high alert around a guy. And so it's so weird to me how much time she spends just like letting it all hang out because I just don't believe like even when like I thought that I was like the fattest girl in the world. I would never like I always like dressed in a way or kind of like carried myself in a way where I could be like ignored or something like that. It's weird that she is like she 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 doesn't seem to care how she comes off. And I don't believe that someone who was dealing with those kinds of like issues like the toe and the teeth. And yeah, I just don't believe balding like broken teeth that are like brown and like like lots of facial hair that's mixed with like moles and like stuff like yeah, that like i i was confused i thought she was i was like why isn't she wearing a hoodie all the time like that's what i feel right. like would and happen. it's like it's not right? even us like, shaming her no, it's just no, that like i'm just saying if we the, were in that position in that is what the movie. we would do <laughs> yeah i mean and so like basically the movie kind of like sets it up like she's like she seems like a very smart funny she person yeah so it's weird that she is just like oh like um like like there's like a part has, where he gets has way set more up. personality than paris hilton's yes. character like she has comebacks like she calls out the misogyny of the some of the dudes but she also is like completely unaware of i don't know it's yeah yeah how it just, she it navigates with of, space and people right because somebody that aware would not and with <laughs> like that allow level of themselves to be their seen their whole lives like yeah wouldn't and that has like an infected toe that's falling off i would wear be wearing they, sneakers like with yeah, socks they all would the have time shoes on to cover that up right like it's yeah. just i don't and like and, and, and it wasn't it's not even set up in a way where it's like you know what i'm comfortable the way that i am and like i don't care like she's clearly self-conscious so why <laughs> yeah like, yeah a part exactly where she goes on a date with a guy that joel moore sets her up with and she's wearing open-toed shoes and i just don't Does it make sense i don't even wear why? like i don't have the foot thing <laughs> she has and i don't wear open-toed shoes very much because I don't know. I, I don't wear open, feet, I don't, feet are weird. And because yeah. like, I don't go get pedicures all the time. So I'm right. like, Oh, Same. like I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, Oh, like my feet are like whatever. Yeah. And, and so the fact that she has specifically bad, gross feet, like I'm not shaming the character, but like it is gross and like a health hazard. And she would have open toed shoes. It's like the movie just does not. It, it's like a human, the women a human in this movie are like this not unaware. real people. No, totally it's not. It's wild. Like, and the men are cartoonish and shitty too, but they feel a little more like they would exist. Yeah, no, I feel like they do exist. Um, unfortunately, sadly, <laughs> but yeah, there's no like. I feel like this comes from like the. It's weird because this this was written by a woman. I know. I looked I'm, that up while I was watching, <laughs> and I was so upset. I don't want to say her name because, like, I'm sure that she doesn't want to remember that she wrote this. Right. Because um, she probably <laughs> had a different intention for how it would have come across. Right. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. I guess I'm I'm putting that out there in hopes. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. It's it's very it's the whole thing's very stressful because girls don't act like this. Like it's. Like you would, you so could every element <laughs> is not realistic. Yeah, like you could imagine it. Like, <laughs> like, like. First of all, the the whole like, there's this weird relationship between them where, 
Um, Paris Hilton is protective of her friend. And that's that's not weird. That, like, friendships, you know, you're protective of your friends. Like, that yeah, makes sense. Totally. Um, but... I don't know. It's just a She's very... just like, uh, she's. she says something like, oh, I don't want to get, I can't, you know, have sex unless she, she does. Yeah, she, they have such a weird That's codependent a very, like... relationship. <laughs> like, Paris is basically like, I can't date until she does because she feels bad for her friend. But it makes things way worse for her friend because now her friend feels worse because, because like she's she, like, her oh, friend's my, not getting my laid. quote, hot friend has, is like, feels bad for me and won't date. And I'm like, I actually think you're making your friend feel worse because all these men are hitting on you in front of her. Yeah. And you're like weirdly trying to get them to hit on her and they're not wanting to. And then you're like, it's okay. I won't go out with them. And then she's just like, cool. Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of hate Paris Hilton in this movie. Like it's just, yeah, her like, character I think is supposed to be sweet. And like, I do think, I mean like, there's, I don't think that the performance is bad. I think that the character the, is bad. The character is not, yeah, it's not a very well fleshed out character at all. Um, shocker given the name of the movie uh, Man, the hottie and the naughty <laughs> yeah it's so weird that the female characters aren't full of depth and texture it's also um, weird that like basically the plot you know have you seen 10 things I hate about you oh yeah yeah it's just like okay it's like you want to date one of the sisters but the other sister needs it's just like it's that but it's like you yeah, watched, it's, you watched it's like, 10 things I hate about you and you came up with this. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I would not have made that connection. But now that you say it, I'm like, wow, this is like a nightmare version of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what if everything, what if all the good parts were gone and then like the cringy parts were turned up to 11? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's essentially what this is, because there is no... Like, I mean, spoiler alert, the naughty becomes a hottie and then he realizes that he wants to be with her and then he leaves Paris Hilton. And I do love the part where he leaves Paris Hilton because he because she's just like, uh, it's because like, she's dude, so like, used dude it's fine i don't care yeah yeah she's like oh whatever fine i have like 18 other people lined up but like it's also so nauseating because the most the the quote like most heartfelt moment is basically when he realizes that he now thinks christine latkin is fuckable he's like oh wow has anyone told you that you matter now that you're fuckable like, so wait, okay. i'm just like shoot me so yeah so he tries to set her up with he, he so, tries to set her up with men and it doesn't work. But then this man named Johan just like shows up and he's just like all like chiseled. I don't find him attractive, but whatever. He's chiseled. And yeah, it's another piece of Aryan propaganda. And he and he <laughs> dates her and he like, I guess he's like. He's a dentist. He yeah, he gets her teeth fixed and then he just like very slowly starts fixing her. It reminded me of um when Leela started dating that guy on Futurama and he was just like, I can separate your eyes for you. And then <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's basically that. Um and then he <laughs> He basically has this master plan where he's like, Oh, I don't wanna be with Paris Hilton because she's already hot and she that means she knows her worth. So I want to fix this other one, but we don't know that at first. So in the movie, it's just like, oh, um, this, this blonde rich guy is super into Christine Latkin and no one has been into her before. And Joel David Moore is like relieved because he wants to date Paris Hilton, but he can't date her unless her friend, the naughty is with someone. But then like, yeah. Okay. Also, Joel David Moore spends $2,000 on spas, spa treatments for Christine Lotkin. So both him and this other man invest so much into making her fuckable, which is 
really terrifying. But also, I was like, can someone give me $2,000 in spa treatments? I would love to go relax. (laughs) I hate it. It's so stupid. It's so bad. Also, I think we should mention that the way that... Like, so the movie starts with him talking about his childhood crush and we see, you know, young Paris Hilton. The way that he reconnects with her after his his friend Greg, who fucks his mom and plays video games, um, (laughs) (laughs) is like, oh, yeah, she's still single. He goes to a beach that's near where she lives and then she's jogging and he pretends to run into her, but essentially assaults her. He, like, pushes her down and is like, oh, no, I fell. And she's like... Um, are you smelling me? And he's like sniffing her. And then he's like, hey, didn't we go to school together? And she immediately, rather than being creeped out like any actual woman would be, she's like, oh my gosh, we did. Let's go get lunch. And I'm like, what a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And she's immediately down. Like he never has to work for it. Like that's the thing about this movie is he does have to work for it in this horrible, like weird misogynist objectifying way where he's trying to get her friend with a guy, but he never has to try to win Paris Hilton over. She's like immediately so into him. And I don't get why. No, I don't, I don't get it. He lies. She doesn't know anything about him. He lies about his job and says he's a personal trainer. And that's like a joke because he's not buff. So people are like, Oh, you're a personal trainer. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And which is also a weird job to lie about. Like I get that she's jogging in it and maybe he just thinks it's a hot person job, but like lie about something you could fake it with, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, no, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> this is just white nonsense in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's like this feels almost like an episode of How I Met Your Mother, you know? Yeah. Like this I was like, this feels like scenario. we went into like one of Barney's theories, and that's what this whole movie is. Is like, so you see, there's the hot chick, and then. There's the not chick, and they hang out, and they have this impenetrable wall. And so of you course, gotta find a way to penetrate the wall so that you can have sex with the hot chick. And if you're like, and if you hang out with a chick that is not hot, and you actually like listen to her talk, you, sir, are braver than the troops. Oh my gosh, yeah, the way that they treat Christine Latkin, like she's so dehumanized, like. There's several scenes where men see her and they like throw up or scream or run away. There's one where a man is like, it speaks. It, it speaks. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, it's so, like, this yes, movie they do. Is they Aryan do, propaganda. It is Aryan propaganda. And they do make, like, like we said, they do make it very gross. Like, so they, they, they manipulate you in that sense where you can't really be like, oh, no, she's, like, cute. You're like, okay, yeah, she has, like, goo oozing out of her. So, of course, we're supposed to agree. But it doesn't make how these men act okay. They no. can still, like, And I just treat don't feel like, like anybody being. would pay that much attention. Like, mo- with movies like this, it's so strange because it's just, like, every stranger is looking at you and judging you and looking at your body and... I will say, coming from, you know, my perspective, I don't care what strangers are doing. I don't give a shit, and I don't look at them. I don't pay attention to them unless they're in my way. <laughs> Me neither. And <laughs> I see so many strangers every day. I I rarely notice, like, what they look like. Like, even if they're near me, like, like, it's not that I don't see them, but it's, like, whether they're very 
pretty or they are oozing goo, you know, which is like the vibe of this movie. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, it just I'm just trying to matter. get home on the train. Like, so it's weird that everywhere she goes, people are like, <gasps> like, like they're like actively like, Whoa. I'm just like, okay. And, and it's really, I mean, this whole movie is just, Joel Moore trying to get other men to date Christine Latkins. So and he making get with up Paris fake Hilton. men with dumb names like Cole Slauson. He looks like Cole Slaw and comes up with Cole Slauson. It's so bad. Um, and then, yeah, and then this mysterious Johan guy swoops in. Like, what a weird evil dentist trope that they put in this movie. Like, this dentist is just trying to find a woman with bad teeth to make hot so he can, like, have a weird abusive relationship with her. I don't really understand. I don't. I don't I, even understand how we're supposed to believe that that character is a person. Like, like none of the people feel like people. And Paris Hilton is such a weird character because she's just, like, immediately, like, so horny and so into Joel Moore and like, oh, it's hard because I don't get to have sex. I don't get but to I, have sex because my she literally says that, and then sex. she's like, but I like, but I love her, and I'm just like, what it's is like, so how is this supposed to be a movie? How am I supposed to believe any of these people and their feelings? This is so wild. Like, I thought that there would be a ton to say, but it's just like this is this is. This is Aryan propaganda. This is weird. Also, just like strange, like white people shit that like the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, this is white people shit entirely. This was not made to appeal to me at all. I mean, if it makes you feel better, definitely didn't appeal to me either. <laughs> and based on the 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, a uh, lot of people didn't. Yeah, I can't. I just, you know, I mean, at least... Like we have reached a point where movies like this don't really get made anymore. Yeah. And I guess we should be like they thankful would, for like this, that. Like they get backlash before they even come this out. This is like, like this is like if if American Pie took a shit. Like <laughs> Yes, that's a really great description of it. It's it's really it, it was a budget of two million and it got twenty seven thousand at the box office. So wow. I it's I, I, I could not imagine. And I mean, too, but I will say, to be fair, what's wrong with this is not that, that Paris Hilton is a bad actress. What's wrong with this is that it's a bad plot. And also, the only person, Paris Hilton and uh, Christina Lekin are the only people in this movie that are actually worth watching and you just kind of wish that they were in another movie yeah absolutely that's the thing is like paris hilton went full in and christine lacken like she can act and so it's and and like joel david Moore, like he's just kind of there i mean it's just such a nothing he's such a nothing role like he's just a horny guy who wants to have sex with someone he met when he was six and that's like his only personality trait is that and that he lies and then he ends up falling for Christine Latkin when she gets her teeth fixed and her mole removed because he's like, oh, she's hot now. And she also like makes jokes. And that's really cool. I've never met a woman who makes jokes before. I mean, women are famously Usually unfunny. they're just like really blonde. And I just kind of right. drool a lot. But this one makes jokes. So um, I wish I wish they'd given her a little more of that because her character was a weird mix of like 
She's very insecure, which makes sense since everybody bullies her. But she's also her. very self-aware. But she's also very self-aware, and she, like, roasts guys. There's, like, one scene where a guy's trying to hit on Paris Hilton with a bad pickup line, and she just, like, goes in for his whole life. She roasts him. She's like, you haven't had sex you didn't have to pay for in a year, and your hair plugs are bad, and, like, how do you think any woman likes that line? And she's just going for it. So there's these scenes where she's just very self-assured, um, and she has seems to have a very clear vision of how skeezy guys can be because she's watched them try to scam on Paris. But then other scenes, she's just like so happy that Joel Moore is listening to her, and it makes me very sad. This is a very sad movie. I mean, a tearjerker, really. <laughs> About just like women trapped in this world where men don't ever listen to them and no one's funny. Yeah, it's true. It's basically like either you're the hot one and we don't listen to you because we just want to have sex with you or you're the not one and we like gasp at the fact that you exist because how dare you? Yeah, just watch 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Uh, Don't watch this misogynist nightmare. Absolutely not. (laughs) And I feel, (laughs) uh, you know, I feel like we... Last year we started the year with Run for Your Wife, and I feel like we have something like equally this is a similar energy. Yeah, we we <laughs> we do start the years with some real bad ones. Run for Your Wife was really bad. It's it was barely a movie. Yeah, I mean, Hottie and the Naughty is really bad, but it 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 has more uh, cameras than Run for Your Wife. Oh yeah, definitely more cameras. <laughs> there's definitely more, more like, angles. There's like some lights and there's like, you know, a gap. A small sense of craft. Yes. Going on. Yeah. The editing is better than uh, oh, than, yeah. than uh, Wicker Park, which oh, is a movie that we covered for our In the Smut. Yeah, definitely better. Like, it, it was interesting. We recorded for Wicker Park right before this, and we were actually excited to do this because... Because <laughs> Wicker Park was so bad that yeah. we were like, well, Hottie and the Naughty might be more fun to talk about. So that's where we're at emotionally. Yep, yeah. So if you're feeling weird and blue after the holidays, don't worry. We're, we're here in the trenches with you uh, working through these... Uh, I guess they are called movies. Um, I've heard. I've heard that they are called movies uh, that have been made. Um, Apparently. Apparently. That's a thing. Um, I hope you're setting good intentions or whatever you want to call it for yourselves. Yeah. I would say a good thing to do for the year is, you know, don't watch as many bad movies as I do because I'm, I'm usually the one that chooses the absolute worst because that is how I spend my time. And uh, I truly need help And hopefully I will get it this year I'll get the help that I need <laughs> Get the help you need But not so much that we stop doing the podcast Right, right <laughs> So just, yeah, got a mu- Perfect get balance um, So, yes, this is Bad Romance Podcast yes. Our theme song is sung by Clutch Douglas 58008 um, You know, our live show is on the 23rd, 10 p.m., Union Hall, New $10. York. $10. Love Actually is the movie we'll be talking about. You uh, can always give us a rating. We'd love that. We'd love some stars on iTunes. Um, we're, we're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. If, we're on Twitter. And if you're you're a listener to the main pod, but you're not on our Patreon, if you if you become a patron, you can listen to bonus episodes about How I Met Your Mother or our In the Smut uh, erotica podcast about erotic thrillers, if you could even call them that. Um, <laughs> and, and you can, uh, yeah, just 
you, you can also uh, request a movie. So yeah, if you pledge five dollars, you can request. And um, trying to think, uh, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Don't feel bad about getting a gym membership don't feel shamed if that's what you want to do go if you don't want to do it don't if you want to finally cancel planet fitness go down there they are evil um have some water get some sleep maybe take a boxing class get that aggression out yeah if you're tired of people talking about politics like i am log off the twitter (laughs) Oh, I'm, yeah. Shut down Twitter sometimes. I'm Twitter gonna, is a cesspool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will be back the next episode with a movie that's hopefully a little bit more of a movie. <laughs> we say that so often. <laughs> we try. We really do try. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. Bye. Bye.